You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five. Oh, I like Subway, like I said the other day. Five dollar foot long for them, five stars on Apple Podcasts for us. Or if you can like, follow, subscribe on Spotify or any of your podcast apps that you use out there. Go ahead and support us any way you can right here at the Lakers Fast Break or Pop Culture Cosmos. It is truly appreciated. I also want you to go ahead and get a chance to please make your way to Lakerholics.com. Go ahead and see all the great things that are going on right there, including, that's right, including a post-game show coming up right now for you right on the Lakerholics.com site. And the guy behind Lakerholics.com is right here with me now. Be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. I know him as Tom Wong, but you know him as Laker Tom. And Laker Tom, 105-86, Oklahoma, had it in control all the way. I have a level of concern, and I want to ask you this right off the bat. On the scale of 1 to 10, what is your level of concern about the Los Angeles Lakers at this point in time? I'd probably say a solid 5 which is pretty scary for a half-glass-full guy like myself. Mine is much higher. Shocker of all shockers. Mine is bordering on eight, just to let you know right now, because there's a lot to worry about if you're a Lakers fan, I think, because their outside shooting and their offensive schemes right now are putrid, to say the least. I'm very disappointed. Also, I was not very happy that the game had been decided for quite some time, yet LeBron and AD are still in the game, getting around 30 minutes, which also didn't please me as well, especially when you have a game tomorrow, which didn't make any sense to me because that could be a winnable game. You never know. But why you're going ahead and extending their minutes in a game that's already been decided based on the fact that you could also get them hurt, as we've seen players already hurt in this bubble, was truly concerning to me as well. But of most concern is the outside shooting. I'm going to go ahead and pop on for people on Facebook Live right now on the Lakers Fast Break Facebook page. You can see right now off of the NBA.com website, again, 105 to 86, the Thunder over the Lakers. The big stat that stands out to me is right here, 5 for 37 for 13.5%. When we were talking the other day about the Lakers winning and the game that actually they actually won to put them in as the number one seed in the West, 
They shot 35%, which you and I thought was, eh, not too good. Still areas of improvement for there. That was leagues better than what we saw today. And it is now a true concern for any Lakers fans out there about the, the outside shooting support LeBron and AD are going to get. Well, I was concerned about a lot more than that, Gerald. You know, yeah, I took a quick look at the stats before we got on the air. The Lakers are the dead last in three-point shooting. They are also dead last in the last four games in offensive net offensive rating. They had so many guys, like I can hardly even name them all, who all got zeros in long-range shots, including LeBron James and Anthony Davis. The entire team, as a matter of fact, today had a minus net, had a completely minus plus minus rating for every single player. Um, in fact, I think this is the first game in the entire season that the Lakers never led for even a second. They got off to a bad start. They played poorly, they shot poorly. There were periods of time when the game was just so frustrating that uh, you had to, if, if you were at all a basketball fan who's watched this team this year, has seen how they were performing back in March, you had to be concerned of looking at the last four games. And I think it starts it starts right at the top. LeBron James and, and Anthony Davis both had poor games. Anthony Davis, in fact, didn't score in the second half. I know a lot of people are looking at the situation and they're saying, well, I sensed the, the Western Conference yesterday. What's the big deal? The big deal is they only got four more games before the playoffs start. The bad habits, and, they start forming right about now when you sleepwalk yeah, through games like you these. Know, so thinking they can turn it on might be something that you don't worry about if LeBron James is LeBron James and Anthony Davis is Anthony Davis. But other than yesterday, other than yesterday's or Monday's game with uh, Davis where he scored 42 points, we really haven't seen great performances from LeBron or Anthony Davis. Um, what is even more disconcerting is Part of that is obviously a problem with the horrid three-point shooting. Yeah, Danny, Danny, Danny Green made two out of seven. That was a good performance. The best performance was Kyle Kuzma, two out of five. Uh, LeBron went over five. AD went over three. Uh, you can go right down the line. You know, um, Morris continued his over for the for the season so far since it's the restart. And when you look at the team ratings and so forth. There's four players who seem to be standing out and performing well, and not a single one of them is a starter. Um, your best three players on the team at this point in time are Kyle Kuzma, Dion Waiters, and Alex Caruso. They're the only guys who have a positive plus minus. They're the only guys who have a positive net rating. I will add Dwight Howard in there because he does have positive plus minus and a net rating. He didn't um, play today, by the way. Obviously. He didn't play today. Um, yeah. So it's it's a real troubling thing, and 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 for me, it it signals that we need to make some dramatic changes. And I think the, a part of the problem is is that you need to start Kuzma, and the only way you're going to be able to start Kuzma, frankly, is to start Anthony Davis instead to open up that power forward spot for Kuzma. You start Anthony Davis in place of Javale McGee. There was a stretch today where I almost threw something at the television watching McGee just make full play after full play, dumb decision after dumb decision. He, 
He made like three turnovers in a row, missed shots that he should have dunked. He just is totally out of sync. And he's he's got the worst net rating on the team. He's got the worst plus minus on the team. Um, he's just not contributing. Once again, for like the fourth game in a row, we fell behind at the start of the game and lost ground at the start of the second half. The offense, and it's mostly offense. I mean, the Lakers right now rank, still rank for the last four games, the third number three defense in the league. But they rank dead last in offense. And I know that Frank Vogel loves the idea of rim protection. Um, but McGee is really not doing a great job on rim protection. He got taken to the cleaners every time that uh, uh, that the that the Oklahoma Thunder went deep, went down low on him. It's it's just not working. And and there's a point in time where you've got to realize that the clock is ticking. We need to make adjustments. The time to make adjustments is now, so that you can at least have three or four games where you can see how those adjustments are working. Make a little tweak here and there. Um, but I'm definitely of the mind that it's time now for him to change that starting lineup. And they need to see what happens by playing a little more modern basketball, putting AD in there, spreading the floor out, having some room to attack, getting more minutes for waiters. Even though he started off slow, he came back fairly strong. Kuzma continued to play well, I thought. But we just need to do something. We can't keep going on. And you can't just sit here and think that, this is all fine and dandy, and they'll, they'll straighten it out once they get in the playoffs. Because it looks like more and more every day that our first-round matchup is going to be the Portland Trailblazers with Dame Lillard red hot. And that's, not the, that's the last thing that the Lakers want to run into in the first round is not having their mojo, not being in sync, and having to play Portland in the bubble. Not very good, my friend. Not very good at all the way it's continuing right now. Hopefully they can get their act somewhat in a right form, in a right way, get back on the road to some type of consistency starting on Thursday's game with Houston. But again, it comes down to how much, as far as minutes you want to play LeBron and AD. And it, I just, again, it goes to me, it just, it's very hard for me to have seen Frank Vogel continue to keep out there. LeBron and AD for spots in the fourth quarter with this game already decided. I'm not a big fan of it. I know others were kind of upset as well on social media because, again, if the game is decided like that already, there's really no reason why you want to go ahead and have your best players out there, especially when you got a game tomorrow. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. The better that these Marvel films do, the higher the standards are going to be for not just other films in general, but other Marvel films also. I think it's really hard to end a show with this many fans in a satisfying way. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Playing worldwide on radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey Lakers fans, looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com, with a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom 
as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Oh, Maybe his answer. solution is, I'm going to give them a night off because they, they both look like they need a night off. I mean, AD was scoreless in the second half. To go from 42-point game to scoreless in the second half while the game was on the line, and at points when it was winnable, you know, something basically, I think a coach, a coach has to read the temperature of what's going on with his team, and he has to make some necessary adjustments, and sometimes the adjustments have to be to shock people into understanding that this is not acceptable. This is not how we're going to be a potent team going into the playoffs. LeBron James looks like he's a 35-year-old LeBron James. And part of it is because nobody is going to, you know, we're letting, teams are letting us shoot from outside. It wasn't like we were shooting a lot of contested threes or that we weren't taking a whole lot of corner threes. I mean, even Quinn Cook, a guy who I'd probably bet money on taking a three-point shot because he's such a good shooter, I mean, that's his real main strength. If he couldn't shoot like he was, he wouldn't even be in the league anymore if you counted his other skill sets. Um, and even him, is even he was bricking shots up there. Uh, you know, it, it's time for Frank Vogel to make some dramatic move, and I can't think of any other dramatic move that really makes sense. I mean, he could start Dwight Howard because um, Howard has played much better than McGee, and McGee has just actually been terrible at both ends. Um, but I just don't see that being the right fit because I watched the, you know, all game long, I watched LeBron on the outside and every single time that he was going to look to attack the rim, Adams is sitting right there in the middle because JaVale McGee is down there in the dunker spot. They're, they're going to force LeBron to either be a mid-range jump shooter or a playmaker. And he would have been a good playmaker today because he threw a lot of passes to guys who were wide open you don't get an assist when they don't make the shots. So it's it's time for it's time for Vogel to depart and understand that we're at a critical point in in our march for a championship. Because if we have another couple of games like this, I think that there's a chance that we could get knocked out in the first round if it ends up against Portland. And I can't believe that I would even say that. Uh, you know how optimistic I normally am, uh, how confident I've been all year about the Lakers, but this is, without a doubt, the worst four-game stretch, even though they won two of the games and since the West and beat the Clippers, this is the worst four-game stretch that the Lakers have played all season long. And I couldn't have said that any better myself. We're probably going to go ahead and leave it on that note, but for continuous updates on what's going on with the Lakers, there is no better place to go than Lakerholics.com. You want to check out great videos from our good friend, as far as Raphael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies, he's dropping videos all the time every week on the video section for Lakerholics.com. I'm showing everybody on Facebook Live right now, taking a look right now at Lakerholics.com, all the great things that you can do and see and be a part of. Plus, you can also vent your frustrations today on <laughs> what's going on with the Lakers at Lakerholics.com. There's no better place to go to talk Lakers to give people optimism and hope if you're one of those out there that want to go ahead and support the Lakers and think that they can turn around rather quickly, or you can go ahead and shout your frustrations at like Tom does in his articles that you can find also as well at Lakerholics.com. Plus you'll catch Lakers fast break episodes and so much more 
stuff from Jamie Sweet. I know he's probably got a five things coming up in the near future, and those five things aren't going to be so pretty coming up on his blog at Lakerholics.com. So check it out today, Lakerholics.com. You'll be glad you did. And for us here at Lakers Fast Break, if you have any questions for us, comments, because I know there's a lot of comments out there as well, at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter, Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com, or he, I say he, at Laker Tom as well on Twitter. Tom, we'll see what happens this time tomorrow. When it comes to our post-game report, when it comes to them, the Lakers, facing off against the Houston Rockets. We'll see how that goes because I'm not expecting a whole lot prettier because the fact that the Lakers have nothing to play for. They could very likely sleepwalk through a game again, but also they could have, like you said, it could be resting AD, LeBron, KCP, who got hit in the ribs by Chris Paul today. Could be a lot of people sitting out on the back-to-back with nothing to play for. Plus, you also have Houston with everything to play for and trying to get a higher seed at this point in time and trying to keep their mojo as they go forward in the bubble. So a lot of things to be talking about on tomorrow's show when we do it right here at the Lakers Fast Break. But any last thoughts on the way out? Um, I think it's going to be a real test of seeing what our coaching staff is going to do. I mean, Frank Vogel has done a terrific job, and I thought that he should have got some votes for Coach of the Year. He's really, he's really solidified the lineup. He's made he, he's 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 made a great pact and and developed a relationship with both LeBron and AD. Uh, he's uh, shared the leadership of the team with them. He's gotten everybody on the same page, um, and and he's given this club that, something that they really needed, which was stability from the coaching situation. There's never been a question that he hasn't done a good job all year long. Um, so I think this is really the first major challenge that I've seen him be confronted with, and that is, do I, do I as the coach continue to just run the same guys out there with the same expectations, feeling that our guys are going to start shooting and making the shots. Uh, we're still playing pretty good defense. Or do I understand that the clock is ticking and we're not at all in the kind of condition and playing the kind of basketball that is championship basketball and we could be facing a much tougher first round than expected. Um, Memphis seems to be falling apart and the, the trailblazers seem to be hitting a peak. So it's going to be interesting to see what Bogle does. Um, if you've got an opinion about that and you want to join the conversation at Lakerholics.com, I think it's uh, it's going to be the topic of the day, so to speak. Um, so I invite everybody to come in there. We'll look at this situation up and down. And I think there's really two routes that Frank has to do. I hope he doesn't take the third route. The third route is to send out that same starting lineup, play LeBron and AD for 30 minutes and see how we do against the uh, Rockets. The other two options are probably more reasonable options. Either you sit down the starters or, or most of the starters, at least at least your superstars, and uh, you say, hey, take a rest, man, because you guys need it. We need to get going, and, and let's take a few days off. Um, or you come out there and you make a dramatic change and you, and you go small ball right from the beginning. And the last thing I want to see, though, is, is JaVale McGee trying to guard one of the forwards on the Rockets out at the three-point line. I think that would be a disastrous outcome. And I don't, you know, I, I think it's a challenge now to see 
what kind of coach Frank Vogel is and and whether or not he's the guy who can who can coach this team and get them back into a championship mode. Well, we'll find out that in the coming days, starting with Houston coming up tomorrow. But once again, it'll be Laker Tom and I coming right back at you right here on the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.